0: We all know him as the leader of the Nazi party, who threw Europe and the world into war and responsible for one of the most atrocious atrocities in history, the Holocaust. But before all this, what happened to shape one of the most notorious dictators of the 20th century? So pour your cuppers, because this is coffee in a slice of history, the rise of Adolf Hitler. Born on the 20th of April, 1889, Adolf Hitler was the fourth child of Alois Hitler and his wife Clara. As a newborn he lived on the borderlands of Austria-Hungary and Germany. Both countries by the year of Hitler's birth were still fairly young and new and had only been established fairly recently. This meant that the people who lived in these lands wouldn't necessarily feel like they belonged to the country they were born in. Instead they identified with the country and the culture they felt more drawn to and resonated with. In Adolf Hitler's case, even though he was born in Austria, he always felt more German. This may have been because as a child, him and his family moved around a lot, as his father was a customs officer. It was then, when Hitler was three, his family moved to Passau in Germany, and it is here where he developed his Bavarian dialect, which throughout his life he was proud to have as supposed to Austrian, making him feel more German. Then two years later, the family moved back to Austria in Leonding in 1894. Then on to Lambach, where his father retired and kept bees and Hitler started primary school. However, Alois Hitler's bee farm was failing and upon this, the family moved back to Leonding. Adolf's father... Alois had an intense conflict as young Adolf didn't want to be like his strict, disciplined father and fought hard to try not to be anything like him. This pushed his father to beat Adolf even though his mother Clara tried her hardest to protect him. It then didn't help matters then in 1900 when his only brother and So to speak, the other male heir in the family, Edmund, died from measles, thus putting more pressure on Adolf to be just like his father. Alois was making a great career out of being a customs officer and wanting his now only son Adolf to follow his career choice. Therefore, one day he took his son into work And Adolf hated what he saw. The office, the desks and the paperwork all lined up. Young Adolf Hitler didn't want to pursue this disciplined career path and instead wanted to pursue something more creative like art. In school, he excelled in his creative subject of art but not in his other subjects. He wasn't really an over-remarkable student and it was in fact quite a detached boy And as well as being at loggerheads with his father, he was also in locked horns with his teachers too. Adolf had an aim of going to classical high school to specifically study art. However, his father, being the controller, completely ignored Adolf's desire to study art and sent him to another school instead. It was then that Hitler purposely went out of his way to perform really poorly, in high school in the hope that his dad would let Adolf leave this school and instead let him chase his dream. Then in 1903 Alois Hitler died leaving Clara his only wife a widow. On his way to work he suffered a lung hemorrhage. Young Hitler was only 13 years of age. Then after his mum died in 1908 Hitler moved to Vienna. Where he started painting scenery and cityscapes and selling the images on postcards lonely isolated and a big bookworm he started to become interested in politics during his years in vienna and developed many of the ideas which would eventually shape his nazi ideology in 1913 hitler moved to munich in the german state of bavaria Then, in 1914, when World War I broke out in summer, he successfully petitioned, as he was Austrian, not German, to the Bavarian King to be allowed to volunteer in a reserve infantry regiment. He was then deployed in October 1914 to Belgium and won two decorations for bravery, including the rare Iron Cross First Class, which he wore right until the end of his life. He was wounded twice during World War I. He was hit in the leg during the Battle of the Somme in 1916 and temporarily blinded by a British gas attack near Ypres in 1918. A month later, he was recuperating in a hospital in the northeast of Berlin when news arrived of the armistice and Germany's defeat in World War I. Like lots of other Germans Hitler came to believe that the country's devastating defeat wasn't just down to the allies and their victory but to insufficiently patriotic traitors at home, a myth that would undermine the post-war Weimar Republic and set the stage for Hitler's rise. Then in late 1918 he joined the small German workers party which aimed to unite the interests of the working class with a strong German nationalism. He had a charismatic energy which helped to propel him in the party's ranks, and in 1920, he finally left the army and took charge of the party's propaganda efforts. In one of Hitler's strokes of propaganda genius, the newly renamed National Socialist German Workers' Party, or Nazi Party, adopted a version of the swastika, which was an ancient sacred symbol of Hinduism and Buddhism as its emblem. The word swastika comes from the Sanskrit swastika, which means good fortune or well-being. The motive appeared to have first been used in Eurasia as early as 7,000 years ago. However, now thanks to Hitler, now when many people see the emblem, they immediately think of the Nazi party. By the end of 1921, Hitler led the growing Nazi party, playing on the widespread unhappiness within the Weimar Republic and the punishing terms of the Versailles Treaty. Many dissatisfied former army officers in Munich would also join the Nazis. Then on November 8th, 1923, members of the party and others forced themselves into a large beer hall where another right-wing leader was addressing the crowd. Armed with a revolver, Hitler stated that it was the start of a national revolution and led marchers into the centre of Munich, where they got into a gun battle with the police on the streets. Hitler fled quickly, but he and other leaders, who were all seen as rebels, were later arrested. Even though it didn't quite have the desired effect, the beer Hall, pushed still seemed to establish Hitler as a national figure and, in the eyes of many, a hero of right-wing nationalism. Tried for treason because of the Beer Hall poached, Hitler was sentenced to five years in prison but would only serve nine months of this in relative comfort in the Landsberg Castle. This is where he wrote his book Mein Kampf, meaning My Struggle. In it, Hitler expanded on the nationalistic, anti-Semitic views he had begun to develop in Vienna in his early 20s and laid out plans for Germany and the rest of the world he sought to create when he came to power, as well as twisted stories about his childhood with exaggerations of things that happened to him. Obsessed with race and the idea of ethnic purity, Hitler saw a natural order that placed the so-called Aryan race at the top. Over the next few years, Hitler stayed off the grid and worked to reorganise and reshape the Nazi party. He established the Hitler Youth to organise young people, young teenagers in some cases, and created the Schutzstaffel, or commonly known as the SS. The SS were personal bodyguards for Hitler at first and later became one of the most powerful and feared organisations in all of Nazi Germany. Members of the SS wore black uniforms and swore a personal oath of loyalty to Hitler and after 1929 under the leadership of Heinrich Himmler the SS would develop from a group of some 200 men into an unforgiving fighting force. In 1932 Hitler ran against the war hero Paul von Heidenberg, for president and received 36.8% of the votes. With the government in chaos, three successive chancellors failed to maintain control and in January 1933, Hindenburg named the 40-year-old Hitler as chancellor, capping the stunning rise of an unlikely leader. Later in the month, after being capped as chancellor in 1933, it marked the birth of the Third Reich, or as the Nazi called it, the Thousand-Year Reich, as Hitler believed that it would endure for a millennium. Furthermore, Hitler was able to grab absolute power in Germany, largely due to the divisions in action amongst the majority who opposed Nazism. Then, on March 23rd, the Reichstag passed the Enabling Act, giving full Hitlers to power, That July, the government passed a law stating that the Nazi party constitutes the only political party in Germany, and within months, all non-Nazi parties, trade unions and other organisations had ceased to exist. His autocratic power, now secure within Germany, Hitler turned his eyes towards the rest of Europe. Then, in 1939, 1st of September, Purely because of such a loyal following within Germany and from his officers, Germany invaded Poland, which had been guaranteed French and British military support should such an event occur. Two days later, both countries declared war on Germany, launching World War II. Then, for the next six years, Hitler, along with his party leaders, fought to keep the power and control of the Third Reich and the Nazi party alive.